You are listening to the Teaching Connections podcast, brought to you by the Centre for Development of Teaching and Learning, CDTL, National University of Singapore. Teaching Connections is an online teaching and learning space that aims to advance discussions and share effective practices and ideas related to higher education. Hello everyone, I'm Dujipa Samarasekara, Director of the Centre for Development of Teaching and Learning. In this episode, we learn more about the NUS Genius Channel. We are very privileged to have NUS Vice Provost for Teaching, Innovation and Quality, Professor Earl Lim, to share more about his new teaching and learning initiative at NUS. We would be hearing from Prof Lim what the Genius Channel is, what it intends to achieve, and how the NUS community can be active part of this initiative. Hello, Professor Lim, and thank you very much for joining us in this podcast discussion on Genius World. Would you be able to give us a brief introduction of the NUS Genius Channel? What is it? Hi, Dujipa. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me do this podcast. So, although we call it Genius Channel, the whole thing is now called Genius World. And you realize that the NUS is capitalized and in a different color. So it's not meant to be self-praising, and it's actually very aspirational. We are reflecting our desire for not only our students, but our teachers as well, to genius. We are inspired by genius, and we hope to be smarter as we uh, embark on education. So I think the genius world, genius channel, genius books, which we are introducing, are all part of this initiative to allow people to use interactive books, which is genius books, and uh, intercalated scaffolded videos, uh, what we call Genius Channel, so that people can then uh, create videos ad hoc or formally and put them into these portals to share knowledge. So I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say someone like uh, a biologist goes out to Marina Bay Sands and captures the otters in front of the hotel you can take out the pictures, show the environment, and show what the otters are doing, how MBS forms part of the habitat of an otter. This is not something you might do in a formal way, but because along the way, on an ad hoc basis, you have encountered otters, you then put it into Genius Channel so that it becomes a learning moment. On the other hand, you might also take, choose to take the same video, create a book about otters, and then embed these videos or animations or QR codes into the, the materials. So we were inspired by something like iBooks, the Apple books from 15 years ago, which uh, we loved because they were interactive. They were able to, uh, you were able to share videos and photographs, galleries inside. But the problem with iBooks is that they are entirely within the iOS domain. You can only create it for others to use and it can only be viewed on an Apple device. With Genius Books and Genius Channel, we're hoping to be device-blind, web-based, and for people to customize. So I'll, I'll give you an example. Let's say if you have a book that you create, you are able to put whatever materials you want inside, and then students can annotate it, tag it, and can come back and review the materials again later on. What we really love about this is that 
you can the original creator's content is still there, but it's like scribbling on the margins of a book. And now you can share the scribblings with your friends and, and your, your other students. How does the Genius Channel and Genius Books add value to NUS learning? In other words, what is the rationale for introducing it to the NUS teaching learning community? Oh, that's a good question. So, uh, the idea is for it to be incorporated into the ecosystem that we already have in NUS. So, we are, we are making Genius Channel and Genius Books part of Luminous so that you can search and share things within the Luminous platform. Uh, this is not because we think it, everything must be within Luminous, but it is inconvenient for students and staff if for every different thing you want to do, you have to go to a different portal. How do I think it adds value? I think it's good because you are able to finally create your own notes and share them with others. So this adds to the the, the environment that we have in NUS, that of a sharing, caring culture. But it also allows you to put in materials. So for example, if you read a book, you may be able to make your own notes. But I mean, I think many people are frustrated that if they find a good video or a good sound bite, they are unable to find a way to put everything as a whole. So coming back to the authors, imagine if you, all you have is a book with photographs then you can't bring the authors to life. You can't bring the sound in, what kind of sounds they make. You can't film them in the water, on land. And sometimes you might find things on YouTube, etc., that you think are useful. And with Genius Channels and Genius Books, you can incorporate them into your own notes. Now, when I say YouTube, I need to add a caveat to that, which is that uh, because of the use of materials that are created by other people, we have to be very careful of copyright. So although it's permissible to use things like YouTube and other materials for your own consumption for education, you can't use it and send it out to the world because the owner of that copyright can sue you. So what we have done is created uh, ground rules for the use of Genius Books and Genius Channels that advise you not to do this, especially if it is outwardly facing. Within the NUS community, if you're making your own notes, just as you can share it on Facebook, etc., as long as you don't claim it's yours, it's okay. But I think all of this adds to the rich uh, educational culture that we have in NUS, that of embedding materials inside. Now, I mean, if you think about it, we have done so, we have so many interesting initiatives in NUS now, uh, MOOCs or Massive Open Online Courses on edX and Coursera. We have blended learning courses. And we think that having an, uh, Genius Books and Genius Channels adds to this kind of thing. So I'll give you some examples. Let's say you are doing a cause and you want to, you think that this cause helps in your future work. You can actually record, let's say, what you learn at the Center for Future Ready Graduates, CFG, or if you do your internship, you can record things which you can then put into what we're calling Genius Journeys. So you can then have this record of your time in NUS, show what you learn, and some of this can even be edited as part of your CV when you apply for a job next time. We're intending for this to be as holistic and as comprehensive as we can for all our students and our teachers. 
So it's very important to stress that Genius Books and Genius Channels is not about teachers creating material for students, but it's teachers and students creating their own materials, and then students being able to uh, annotate, to change it, to customize it for their own learning, because all of us learn in different ways. And just as you would scribble on the corners of a book or, a, or of a textbook or your own notes, so would you want to do this in a prescribed text. But what is amazing here is that with Genius Channel, you can put in your own videos. Let's say you're doing a physics experiment and you find that you don't quite understand it. You might be able to capture a phenomenon and put it inside. And this would be the same thing for your homework. Instead of just writing an assignment on Word or PowerPoint, you now can create your own genius book, submit it to your teacher, who, if, it's, if he or she is impressed by it, can even highlight it to the rest of the class. So this is meant to be for us to share knowledge. The whole purpose of Genius World is the sharing of knowledge. And also, you know, it's, it's also part of this culture of helping our fellow, our fellow colleagues within this family. Thank you all for sharing your thoughts. And that's a good segue for my next question. How can the educators and students get involved and be an active part of the Genius Channel? What are the ways in which NUS colleagues and students can contribute and use the Genius Channel? So I, I really like this question because NUS is not about just about the teachers creating content and students consuming it. This is an interactive community and we are actually trying very much to foster a culture of, of sharing and lifelong learning. So in fact, if you think about uh, lifelong learning, uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you about a few things that are interesting. So I sort of alluded to something which we call genius journeys. Uh, we are hoping that students can give a one-minute snippet when they come into NUS, telling us what they hope to learn. And then along the way, they can capture and log all the things that they learn. They can even take videos, share photographs within this genius journey. This is entirely for the sake of their seeing how they have grown through their journey through NUS. Uh, we are hoping that at the end of it, when they graduate, they will also be able to record a one-minute snippet to show what they have learned and to reflect on what they hope to do in the next future. Because you know in NUS, we're not ta just talking about our professional education and training students, but also our CET or continuing education and training students. So NUS is quite unique in that we have started uh, a program called CET where our students are given the opportunity to come back for the next 20 years. And we see that they are really a part of NUS for life. And if you think about how when you are just doing your few years in, in a university, you still continue to grow and to learn as you go out in the world. Why should this not be part of your journey in a university? So NUS has offered people the chance to come back and upgrade themselves. Now, as part of Genius Journeys, you can continue to add to this. So as I mentioned earlier, if you go to CFG, our Centre for Future Ready Graduates, or if you do an overseas attachment or an internship, you can put all these things inside. Now, this could be a fantastic log for when you get married and have grandchildren and you can say, see what I did when I was in university 20, 30 years ago. But it goes beyond that because I think part of this whole thing is a reflection of how you have achieved 
what you've achieved, how you've achieved it, and what else you can do to as you evolve. So that's genius journeys. But we also want our students to be able to, to take part in their own journey. So another initiative we have uh, is how students can help each other. So for example, if you want to start giving tuition to your, your fellow uh, students, or if you want to take part in what uh, we're going to call the University Teaching Opportunities Program, you can even create your own textbook for people that you're helping, or you can just create uh, materials for people who might not be familiar with what you have studied. So uh, we created something called RNS iBlocks uh, a few years ago. These are blended learning courses, and RNS stands for Returning NS Men. So in Singapore, for those of you who are not part of uh, Singapore, uh, young men go into national service and whilst they're away for two years or three, uh, two years plus, when they come back to university, often they are a little rusty and they need to get back on track. So NUS came up with the RNS iBlocks, uh, which stand for Internal Blended Learning Online Courses. And in, with these iBlocks, we allow students to learn and refresh their memory so that they come back to, to university recharged and ready to begin their journey and hit the ground running. So uh, a recent group of medical students, for example, approached me about Genius Books because they wanted to create books for students who are coming into medical school who had never been exposed to biology or chemistry. This is the kind of wonderful enterprise which we are very grateful for amongst our students. So this group wants to help the, the, the joining students to be ready for medical school if they've never done biology and chemistry. These are just some of the examples of things that we think Genius Channel and Genius Books will allow us to use. Uh, alternatively, let's say you're doing a DYOM, a design your own module, we can have students take notes as they embark on this DYOM and they can then share the notes with other people. So imagine if you've done something so out of the blue like uh, how the Science of Cooking, which is one of the, uh, the DYOMs that is a very successful program on campus. You can then not only learn how to cook, but talk about the science behind it and create your own book. We, we are hoping that such things will foster a culture of, of sharing and, uh, and teaching amongst our students. Oh, looks quite interesting and exciting new initiative. Are there any further plans to enhance or develop the genius world? Are there any new features or activities relating to genius that we can look forward to in the near future? Ha, ah, you've read my mind. What we've done is created a minimal viable product, something that we can start using. Uh, we are very mindful that uh, as time goes by, we'll need to take comments from the community and upgrade it, and we are very happy to do so. Uh, in order to help people to start using Genius World, we, are, we have already launched what is called the Genius Competition, where people on campus, teachers and students alike, are encouraged to design Genius books and Genius channel videos so that people can learn interesting things as they go. So teachers will be also given the chance to create fantastic Genius books that we'll be proud to showcase and to share with the world because we think NUS has a wealth of talent. As far as genius videos, uh, students can, for example, uh, create anything that they feel 
that is educational related, of course, that they feel would really showcase some aspect of their learning on campus. Uh, the prices are attractive. We had actually initially planned for uh, bigger prices, but on, in discussion with students, we realised that they'd rather have smaller prices, but for more people to, uh, to win them. So that is the reason that we have smaller, but many, many prizes. Uh, we feel teachers should not be left out because innovative uh, teachers will also be, uh, be able to showcase to other teachers how this is useful and we plan for this to take off. Uh, in, in the works also will be things like uh, virtual genius, where you can see uh, educational uh, materials in a virtual reality setting. Uh, in fact, we already started that with the recent online open house. Uh, like I said, uh, Genius Journeys, which is going to be launched soon for people to showcase their journeys through life in NUS, uh, and several other things which we are still uh, working out now. Uh, in the future, we might even uh, produce our own customized platform on which to do this because we feel this is something that really can take off. But the intent is not for the cool factor or the wow factor. The intent is for the community to take it up, to use it and to benefit from it. Uh, so I hope everyone finds this as useful as I think it's going to be. Uh, I must credit uh, President and Provost with, with coming up with the challenge to develop uh, video books for our community. Uh, we think that we have a good product and that everyone will enjoy it. But uh, we'll see. When people start using it and sharing it, then we'll know that this has been a success. Thank you, Professor Lim, for sharing that exciting new initiative, The Genius World, with us. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the CDTL podcast.